1: Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go to liquor store.
2: Time now for the drive with Mark Ennis. Presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Mark Lieberman. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark and Mark Lieberman, happy now to be joined by Jeff Walls, head coach of the Louisville Women's Basketball Team here. Jeff, a uh, tough one over the weekend. Uh, if I asked you to just sort of pick out one element of it that, that's keeping you up at night or giving you the most heartburn, what's driving you the craziest about uh, the, the uh, kind of surprising loss to Virginia over the weekend? Well, uh, you
3: know, it's our our inability to, to come up with stops. Uh, you know, we we pushed it to a nine point lead uh, with about seven and a half to go. Eight minutes to go. the crowd was fantastic, and our urgency at the de- at the defensive end of the floor was just was really bad. And it's something we addressed today. We showed them film. We talked to them. We had a little uh, heart to heart as as a team, uh, just appealing to them. Like like, what are you willing to do? You know, what more are you willing to do? And it, it, it was good because we, we, you know, we have some really, really talented players. Uh, but we have some that, that have never been through this at this level. And it's been eight straight weeks of two, three games a week since our bye, game, our bye week was this, after the second game of the conference season. And it, it's been wearing tear on us. A few of them, and they're, they they admit it. It's it's the hardest thing that that, that they've done, coach. And as you, now it's a matter of just getting focused,
4: coach. As you watch the film and you talk with your team, did you think it was more effort or more technique that you had to address with them? Oh,
3: uh, uh, effort, urgency, hmm. urgency. You know, you, you you get up, you get up nine, seven and a half to go. You got the crowd. You can't let them just throw a simple pass to the corner and shoot an uncontested three when you're right there in position. But you just, you have, we're learning to anticipate instead of react. You know, when you react to everything, you're going to end up getting beat. You've got to anticipate where that next pass is going. Uh, and that's, those are things we we're working on and we're, we're getting better at. But unfortunately, you know, on Sunday we we weren't there, and you know it, it's a, it's a team in Virginia who has a All Conference post player, their their freshman point guard uh, was was a McDonald's All American. I mean, they're talented. They lost to LSU by three back in the December. You know, and it's a team we knew had been playing very well. They beat Carolina at home. They went at Florida State. Um, and then when you look through their scores, and this is, you know, as a, as a fan, you, you're not going to take the time to do all that, but they're losing games by two or three. It, it wasn't like they were getting blown out. They easily could be 10 and six right now instead of six and 10. So it was a team we, uh, as, as a staff, we were concerned about.
2: You said you addressed that uh, today. What, what, what all? What are the steps? What are the things that go into addressing it? When you're saying it's urgency, you know that sounds uh, emotional. You know that sounds like, like this is internal. This is not. Let's teach you a new way of doing something. How, how do you address that and, and, and feel like you've, you've covered it with the team to where it won't be an issue in the next one?
3: Well, it's showing a film. It's showing them. Hey, you work to get this nine point lead but then look how lackadaisical you are off the ball. It's it, like we, we played hard to get the nine point lead. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're there. Let's okay. We're fine now. We can relax the position. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't do that. And that's, you know, we're, and we're showing in film of team in the past that, you know, when we get up nine on somebody, then in the, you know, the next three minutes we're up 20 because we're not letting you score. Mm-hmm. Um, Showed them the last four minutes of our Elite Eight game from 22 when we played Michigan. That it's it's like 56-51. We don't score for three and a half minutes, but Michigan doesn't score for three and a half minutes. You know that that's the mindset, and we're working on teaching it. You've got three, you've got four kids that play significant minutes, they're like freshmen, even though they're fifth-year kids. They're freshmen in our program, so trying to teach them the urgency of those things and then also get them to understand you're playing for louisville now you're playing for louisville women's basketball everybody's out for you hmm. you know virginia won that game and you you would have thought they'd won and the elite you lead eight game to go to final four the way they they were celebrating after the game
2: is that the sort of message like you sort of have had that with the players that transferred in like that's a warning you've had to maybe give before? Like, hey, the, you, people are coming for you in a way you've probably never experienced at other places?
3: Well, of course. I mean, that, that's one of the things you, you try to talk to them about. You try to prepare them for. But until they're in the middle of it, you know, you you as I say, you only know what you know. And now they're learning. They're seeing, okay, how you have to compete every possession. And, and the effort has to be there. if If you want to be a... Top twenty, top t- top
2: twenty five program. We're talking with Jeff Walls here on the drive on Ninth and the Bell. Jeff, I've heard you. Uh, you know, you, everyone knows. Sort of pulled the team together at half court uh, after the game and talked about, "Hey, we've lost." Two games here, and you're the first group that's really done that. And you even mentioned it here in one of your answers about uh, the crowd was great, and it sounds like like a real bother to you that the crowd wasn't rewarded uh, for for their part of that. How much of that really does sort of stick with you? Because it seems like that's a real problem for you.
3: Well, no, it it really bothers me. I mean, when we're sitting here, we're asking our fans to come out and support the program and get behind these kids. Um, You know, we built this program for 17 years on effort. And it's one of the things I started this, you know, with Angel McCotter's group my first year. It was like, don't play the scoreboard. Play the clock. Play for 40 minutes as hard as you can play. And then no matter what happens when these fans leave, they're going to appreciate what you've done. They're going to appreciate the effort. And that's what I told them. I go, you know, for about 28 minutes. I thought you all really competed, but for 12, I I thought we were average. And that's not what we're we're about. So it's things like that. And if, if we want the fan base to continue to come out, you've got to put it on the floor every single night for 40 minutes. And then, you know, what I know about our fans... You know, they want to see a blue-collar team out there who's diving after the ball for loose balls on the ground. They're willing to put a body on somebody. They're diving out of bounds to save a ball. That's the fan base that, that I see that comes out, and that's what they want to see from us. And that's my job as a coach. I've got to get them to make sure that's what we do.
2: I know you have uh, limitations on exactly what can be said, so I'll ask it in a way that doesn't uh, make you do anything bad here. But it uh, seems like you've had some good news recently on perhaps the, the, the future makeup of your team. How, uh, how enjoyable is that? How excited were you for that news?
3: Well, yeah, we're, you know, we're thrilled with, with taking place with recruiting right now. Uh, so really, really excited about that. Uh, I, I obviously, you know you, you can't sign until April, which is our late late signing p- uh, period. So we'll we'll still look to get one or two out of, out of, out of the portal as well. Uh, but very excited to add our last one. You know, obviously, like you said, I can't say names sure. or anything like that. Right. But. You know, it was one a big get that that we have worked extremely hard on for the past three and a half years, and feel that she's she's going to be able to be, be able to come in and make a, a huge impact for our program.
2: What are you looking at now? What's a, what what sort of matchup does Florida State present for you on Thursday, eight o'clock at the Yum Center? So fans, be out there. Uh, what's how does that matchup challenge you versus say Virginia?
3: Well, it's, I mean, they're, they're both, they're, they're similar in ways. Florida State's very athletic. Uh, You know, they normally shoot the ball within the first 15 seconds of the shot clock. So, I mean, it's going up and it's going up quick. You've got to get back in transition. Um, You've you've got to defend. They have, I think, the, the, the second or third leading scorer in our league in Lotson. So, it's going to be a ball game that that I'm, you know, it, it should be a great game. Uh, it's our senior night, and I truly believe unless we can win these next two and get to the the, the, the conference finals, I don't think we'll have a chance to host the first or second round of, of of the tournament. So this most likely, you know, it very well could be the last chance that you know our fans get to see our kids, you know, in in person live.
2: So do you talk uh, – how much do you talk about how do you sort of work it into conversations of practice, that sort of thing, about seating uh, and possibilities that are out there and what they've got to do, what they can control, what they can't, that sort of thing. How do you guys sort of use that in preparation and that sort of thing?
3: Well, I just tell them. <laughs> I mean, here's – I mean, it, 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 it's not that hard. I mean, I, I, I've got smart kids. So it's not hard to go, hey, guys, uh, if you want a chance to uh, – play in the first and second round, if you want to get a bye in the uh, ACC tournament, we have to win these games. Here's what you have to do. So it's not, you know, you don't really talk about it when there's 14 conference games left, you know, because there's so much uncertainty. Well, now that there's only two, it's easy to be able to go, okay, guys, Florida State is 11-5 and and we're 11-5. and So if we get the twelve and six, and they're eleven and seven, we get the tiebreaker right then and there with them. If we would both end up, you know, at eleven and seven or whatever the, the record would be, so the kids know it. They, you know, I I make sure they do.
2: Jeff we appreciate you making time for us as always one last thing I wanted to ask you before we let you uh, get out of here uh the, the last couple of days have been dominated by discussions about court storming uh as someone who would usually be I think maybe on the receiving end of that sort of thing uh as uh, coaching a coaching a team like Louisville where uh where are you on what ought to be done about court storming if anything
3: well it's it's a it's a difficult thing to you know you're You're trying to stop a student section. You're trying to stop fans from from running on the court. But at the same time, I I do understand. I mean, as a a player, you know, you're you're out there for two hours battling, and it's intense, and you're giving it everything you got, and all of a sudden a, a bunch of kids storm the court, and they're pushing you and yelling in your face. It's shocking that more incidents don't take place. Um, so anything you can do to get the opposing team off the floor first would, would be a great thing, but I really don't, don't, don't know how you just stop it from happening. Cause it's having the number of security pe- people that you would need. And then you're trying trying to figure out which games, okay, well, this game's a big game. So if we win, they might storm the court on this one. And then. You know, it's like, okay, you're 13th in the league and you're playing the team that's picked first. You know, is your administration really going, well, when we beat them, they might storm the court? Or is it like, well, I really didn't expect us to beat them? So there, there, there's just a lot that's put into it. Uh, but it definitely is a situation that, that has to be addressed because you, you just can't afford to get have, have kids get injured during a court storm.
2: All right, Jeff. We appreciate it as always, man. Good luck on Thursday, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. I
3: appreciate y'all. Thank you. Bye bye.
2: All right, Jeff Wells, Good stuff uh, from him. Oh, urgency. Yeah. You like that word? Yeah. I mean, when you're
4: talking about right, it's always a sense of urgency on everything. When you walk into the gym for practice, there's a sense of urgency. When you're when you're going through drills, like you don't want guys walking. Everything has to have a sense of urgency. So. You know, for him to to talk about that with his team and understanding that and just, you know, that sense of urgency means, right, just you stand up and and you're not alert. So, you know, it's not just semantics like that's a huge part of it, but everything that you're doing should have that sense of urgency as you're preparing your team for
2: for every game and in conference. Texture says, short of putting up ice hockey style plexiglass, it'd be pretty hard to stop people from getting on the floor. Yeah, I do think it's funny though to to think about it. Sort of what he was kind of saying sideways there at the very end, like if you didn't have security in place, was that sort of the administration be like, "We ain't going to win this game,"
0: <laughs> right? He's like, right, we ain't <laughs> we win. Not "We're not expecting all fine. of a sudden, yeah, yeah We're, we're
2: twenty three point uh, underdogs. <laughs> we uh,
4: we win it. I mean, there's there's with with all the cameras like." They could issue to students if you are seen on the court, you're getting a suspension or a fine or something like that. So there's there's ways to prevent it, but we'll see. It's all the rage right now.
2: All the rage, the court storming. But I, I think it's. I still, can I? I'm, I mean, I cannot believe that Jay Billis went on TV and just said arrest everybody. Yeah. And he, he <laughs> really, like, it blows my mind uh-huh. uh, that he was like, I'm going to go on ESPN. It's like, they should just arrest It's happening Ever- for so long. And, yeah. Just, I don't know. But to, to your point, right. It Come shouldn't on. be like,
4: these are kids who are going, it's the, the majority, or not even the majority, like, it's, all, it's just the students coming out there and having a great time. It's a celebration. You go to, like, that's, you don't think that stuff is going to be used in recruiting videos and. All those things, you're going to use it to your advantage. You're going to show, a, you know, you go into player comes on this visit and and hey, this is what's going to look like when you when you win a game. And there's been games where players are jumping on the scoreboard, you know, the score table and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I don't want to be Debbie Downer here, but just I I
2: think they're going to put I'm not saying I'm, I'm for it, but they're going to put a stop to it. Texas says it's funnier when you think about people storming the ice rink. Now, that would be funny. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, also a texture That would take a lot of effort though. I mean, Absolutely. Get, uh, like, yeah, they you have have to, have to be, be like real slow. Like,
4: They're like penguins, you know, yeah, with right in under there. you. Like the ice rink is like so high. Yeah, like, you have to breach one of those, right? Yeah, it's got to be breached. <laughs> so you have to build like a human,
0: you know, Somebody ladder. with a hammer or yeah, something. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into to, to breaching the, the like, ice, ice. rink.
2: It's like one of them gives, right? <laughs> yeah. like, have you guys
0: have you guys seen the new like sport in like Germany? It's football and hockey mixed. So it's on an ice surface, like hockey, but they play football, but there's no skates. They're just running on, like, shoes that Say we have they on. Had blades. That,
2: <laughs> and That's that would be hardcore, dude. And and <laughs> I would probably Three watch Three people that. died
0: during this game. Yeah, like what you said, like, them trying to run on, like, an ice rink. Like, it was literally, like, slow shuffles and, like, a stiff arm. But the guy, like, in the middle of getting stiff arm, like, just slips and falls. It's one of the funniest things. Well, I do always enjoy, like,
2: when they have people come out to sing the national anthem at a hockey game or whatever. And a lot of times that's the lights right. will be down, and they'll just they'll walk off that red carpet or whatever, and just right on the ice and right on their ass. <laughs> like that's funny. So th- I can't imagine how football works at all. I mean,
4: people falling down is just funny in general. It is. Come on, it, it really is. The
2: best. It's simple. It's very You're simple, like, right? Like there's okay, no, right. you don't have to think about it. No, they not analyze fell. anything. They just fell. That's funny. Right. There's nothing. I mean, that's America's funniest <laughs> video it never even exists if that's not funny. It's exactly people right. People falling, people getting hit in the crotch. Uh huh. It's like seventy five percent of that football you know you're pitching Whipple to your ball. five-year-old all right and, top five things uh yeah. the the uh, wiffle ball yes wiffle ball pinatas pinatas all forms of pinatas um kids like running straight into you
4: yeah no it's something with a, a the glass door you know running it you think no, in the
2: the just getting hit in the oh crotch. just getting hit right in the crotch like okay. the, especially the nutshot ones like yeah Pinatas. An animal. Wiffle ball. Animal runs into animal it. Animal runs into it. Or, or a toddler. Right. Same thing. Because basically... Full bore coming at you. of you don't have kids, for the first four years of your life, you just spend any time they, they are around you making sure they don't run right into you. Exactly. Because yes. it hurts. Yes. Often. And you don't build up any resistance to it either. It just hurts the same every time. hmm I concur. Or they crawl up you with their elbows and knees. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Emory is... Still like headbutting my my chest right now for some reason, just comes up and starts. They don't have the good spatial awareness for a no. long time, and they use you as a backstop. Yeah, I'm like, just stop. Yeah, we need a fifth though. You have to think about it. Trampolines, protector. That's well, okay. Uh, skateboarding. I was gonna say like, fall, how about like they're skateboarding, like, roller skating, like like drop down saw a rail. One. Okay,
4: right, right. That's a good one because I saw one when they were like on a a. a a two person bike and the first person lost control and they they fell
2: right on the part that's fat so yeah. Uh, the, I enjoy personally the, the people anyone trying to kick something high and just up in the air both feet up in the air uh-huh. you don't realize or the when Charlie people, Brown. yeah or anyone trying to punch one of those things where you where it measures how hard you punch it and they miss and they just go yes. right and they end up on their faces enjoy those two yeah, we could, we could talk about this for the rest of the show. It's, it's enjoyable. Players chucking a half-court shot and drilling some kid in the baseline is always funny. Yes. That is funny. I agree with that. Especially people hit, like reading a book or something. Uh-huh. Love, no, love. that's... How many times and you see that in the NBA where that ball just
4: right? Like, not just a half-court shot. It ball, someone's on their phone, and here's either all the food is spilled, the, the beer is spilled, or just right in the face, and the glasses are knocked off. And look,
2: and I... Pay attention. As the... A an avid book reader, uh-huh. I am made him irrationally angry by people sitting on like the second row at an NBA game reading a book. Yeah, that that's I'm like what are First of all, it's not even a good place to read a book. Wait, is there that many people reading a book? I see in an it every NBA once game? in a while. Really? But the only time—well, to- the only time it ever made me laugh was when Florida State would get in their head kicked in by uh-huh. Clemson a couple years ago, and there was that one dude that was just like in jeans, reading a book in a <laughs> section with no one else in it. Now that was funny. That one didn't make me mad. But someone in like a great seat in a great game, just like yeah, okay, I'm reading a book. Yeah, that. Like I got to find a better way to use this time. but I'm there to do. I can't stand that.
0: Yeah, well that that would irk me as well. I'm yeah. Well, Have you guys ever seen Fever Pitch? The uh Jimmy Fallon movie. He no. he's like a avid Red uh, Sox ticket or season ticket holder. And Drew Barrymore is like his girlfriend in the movie. And she's like a workaholic and there's one scene where she's like just typing up something on her laptop and Miguel Tejada hits a foul ball right to her face. And it's the best part of the movie is afterwards they show the replay on the news and stuff. And it's Jimmy Fallon like picking up the ball and being like, I got the ball. I got the ball. And the fans are like, yeah. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, wait, this girl just got nailed in the head. Good movie, though. highly suggest watching that for that. What's that?
2: Like if you bring a book to read at a sporting event, you're asking for that. It's going to find you. you, Right. The the sports guys are going to find you. And texture, knock you down. The texture said, We used to sit behind the U of L bench in Freedom Hall when Patino was there, and a guy would bring his wife to every game, and she read a book in every game. <laughs> I like to have her on the show. I want to find out what she was reading that was so yeah, good to, right that she couldn't put it down for her game at Freedom Hall. <laughs> and I'm surprised he didn't turn around and say something. Oh, I, I, I believe you. Yeah. It, It'd be really hard if I could hear Rick ever talking just to focus on reading a book. Yeah. Because I've been able to hear him a couple times he'll talk to the people behind I'm surprised the you're still alive not because of what he says to you but just what i've heard him say to coaches i'm, I'm surprised yeah it, i'm surprised any of you survive it i i agree i agree and yeah.
4: stay in coaching it took a long time to 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 rehabilitate and to be where i am now that i am functional yeah <laughs> years of therapy yeah <laughs> tons
2: but didn't kill you made you stronger it, well
4: i guess so <laughs> i've heard him the the, I, the paint came off the walls. My first time was at Villanova where he spent 35 minutes with each coach and just berating and just everything. It was just,
2: oh, it was tough. I heard him call a coach a fat F, like right there on the sideline, mm-hmm. because of something one of the players that he recruited did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I, I've told you, like – I got blamed for
4: Raheem Buckles anytime that you know, it's the, you know, just fired every single time Raheem, you know, missed a rebound or turned the ball over or whatever. I got
2: fired. Yeah, that's, that's the way it is. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, we we I ha- we were having some fun at at Rick's flipping out at his own team, uh-huh. uh huh, and then loving them after they beat Creighton. And you just told me like he blacks out, mm-hmm. like he's so wired, insanely competitively. I'm sorry, I'm he doesn't even have mm-hmm. a, a a memory of sort of where he's at in those moments when stuff starts to go wrong. Richard Bettino will talk about
4: that. He's talked about it nationally, and we actually talked about what his dad said. And he's like, yeah, he doesn't remember any of it. And he he just during the games, and and I mean that in a way, in, in a way of endearment because he's just so. Like, intense and just is so – I mean, the quote from Pat Riley, there's winning and then there's misery. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's times 100 um, with Rick Patino. So, you know, as far as that stuff goes, it's just to get – look, you, you, you're making – We have a job people, to do here. Yeah. And yeah. getting people to, to – even though it's the toy department of life and that's sports, you're getting people to to, to deal with stuff that's going to be – make them tougher. And all those all those life lessons can apply to other avenues of your of, of what goes on, for sure.
2: Yeah, I th- think about it like a uh, long time ago. Read uh, Malcolm Gladwell's book Blink, and there's a chapter about like firemen realizing there's a fire without necessarily really realizing where it is, and people under stressful situations, like in so gunfire and battle and stuff, and realizing I I don't hear anything in those situations and mm-hmm. stuff like that because their brain is just like we need everything for this. I think yeah. he's like that. Like, I think I don't the, remember these things I'm saying because I'm so. It's the epitome of laser focus. Yeah. It's the yeah.
4: absolute where it's just tunnel vision on what has to be done. And it's amazing. Like, yeah, after the game, it's like it's the greatest guy in the world. Hey, you know, I remember we beat Seton Hall and it was a rough game. And then afterward, hey, you know, we didn't play for a week. It was when the Big East, you know, you had some time. Like, sure. You know, knew I was from Florida, was heading down there. Mark, come on. Jump on the plane. Let's go down to uh, Florida for a few days. Sure, you know, and and just what a difference. Don't question it. What a difference. Get on the plane. Winning and
2: losing. (laughs) A fine line. Yep. All right. Let's take our last break here. We'll come back. We'll put a ball in this one here. On the drive, when I throw the ball. Bye bye.
4: Taking care of your family
0: isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is.
2: listening to the drive presented by fitness market right here on 93.9 the ville now here's mark ennis and mark lieberman welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 the ville mark ennis mark lieberman here 8150 93.9 is the number if you'd like to get in here 38 31 93.9 for the uh, ups jobs text line Texas said, I was an intern at U of L Athletics and had to fix Rick's computer a couple of times. It was terrifying.
4: <laughs> I'm sure his hands
2: were shaking the
4: entire time. I, yeah.
2: Coaches, like super successful coaches, all seem to have some, well, not all, but very many of them. Like uh, uh, adult onset sociopathy. Like they, (laughs) you know, just stop forgetting what it's like for regular people with limitations. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and people who who say no or you'll have to wait or I'll be there when I can get there. Like they don't. mm -mm. You're not wrong. I don't know what I would be like if I never had to wait. Yeah. For anything. Yeah. Sounds great though. (laughs) It's fantastic. I'm sure. I'm sure
4: it is. Walk right into the plane. Get right off the plane. Uh, That's one of many examples. It's great.
2: That's awesome. Eighty-one fifty ninety-three nine. That's uh, the number. If you would like to uh, get in here, we'd love uh, to hear from you. What's up with this college basketball this season? I kind of wanted to get your take on on mm-hmm. something here in particular with really good teams just getting the crap kicked out of them. Sometimes, like it feels like we're boomier and bustier than we used to be uh, with teams. Not like that, but. Mm-hmm. Like Kansas has been crushed, mm-hmm. you know this year. Like Virginia U- on the road. Yeah, Virginia. UConn uh, gets like, what's up with that?
4: Yeah, I think UConn was kind of an anomaly, but for the rest of it, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I wish I could give you a. a a concise and, and brilliant answer to that question, but you've seen so much I just of it.
2: Theories, like yeah, I, I don't like, think
4: that there is necessarily a, I, I an think, obvious answer. I think just the raw, you know, just the consistency of what your roster looks like, and you know, if you're St. John's and you have an entirely new group, you know, it's it's going to take time. And so, some of those teams, if you really went back and looked at it, some of these teams that that are not that's not happening to, I'm sure you're going to find that there's. It's it's senior junior laden with with players and and they're, they're guys that understand what their system is and I, like I said Connecticut situation with Creighton just ran into a team that was desperate and and was making shots and was it, Creighton's I still think is very very good um, but yeah it I mean look no matter what Kansas as talented as they are I mean Dickerson and some new guys come in
2: it, it's part of it but. That's the best I got for you. Sorry to disappoint. No, I, I don't. I'm not disappointed. I don't really know what the mm-hmm. answer is. I don't even know if there is one thing that's really yeah. kind of causing all of it. Uh, but it, I think it's just funny. Every time any of us, I think, s- uh, settle on somebody, like all right, like Purdue for a while, and, you know, and then they they get beat. Right, at UConn, I think it looked like a, a machine, and then you get the, the Creighton loss, the Kansas, I think. like as soon as you sort of like Houston gets beat, like these things happen, but it it just seems like they're like the magnitude of them is more. I think the magnitude. I think it's happening. I read, I was
4: I didn't read. It was on the screen. It was like five unranked teams beat ranked teams. It was six after after Creighton, after Creighton lost to Saint John's, um, but like last night. Baylor with their top players being freshmen going against this you know an older team at TCU it was never a ball game. I mean it, it was close to the half yeah after that they go up 20 they win you know by 12 and it was never a game and this is a TCU team that's really good that that beat two top 15 teams and at home, here comes Baylor with a young group and they win that game you know, it, it, that's that's the beauty of it, right because yeah. if we knew. Why it was going to happen or how it was going to happen as coaches? Gambling would be a lot easier. Gambling would be easier, and as coaches, we could figure out okay how well we're going to we know how well we're going to sleep that that night because going to games and you just don't know. And that this is off tangent, but I think I mentioned to you before. But that's why when when coaches say we've had great practices, you know, I don't like to hear that. Uh, I want to have practices that were unsettling, that were frustrating, that were difficult. Because players are trying to grasp all the things, some of the stuff that Coach Waltz talked about, but like how you're going to guard certain actions, how you're going to do certain things, and it's going to be frustrating for the players because you're going to go at at nauseum with how many ways we're doing this, how we're blowing up this ball screen, where your where your feet are, as you're guarding the hand the dribble handoff, all those type of things, which should be hard at this time of the year. So
2: I like that you just we just named a handful of teams: Creighton. You mentioned Virginia a little bit ago, mm-hmm. Houston. Baylor, they all do things very differently on the defensive end. In fact, you probably would say what Creighton with like ball screen, like they sag everything,
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and then Houston is like, let's go tackle the guy with the ball if they'll yes. let us. Yes, uh, just about they, anything
4: short of it. Referees are just
2: tired of calling. the They fouls. dare you to call it all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, and, and I, I just love that. Like there are lots of ways to scan these cats, mm-hmm. but you got to pick one and be excellent at it. Well, I mean, it seems like the biggest thing with Louisville. Is
4: I want to know what they're trying to do. Yeah, you know, they talked about Davion Mitchell w- with Baylor. He said, "We're playing man." When they won the national championship, said coach, "We're we're a good we're playing man to man," which is in a fact in college basketball still a zone. But they played zone last night. Whatever you're going to do, just do it well. Like yeah. When I was right. I, like, like Syracuse, they people think just because you're not playing, you're playing zone, it's a sign of weakness. It's just no, be really good at what you're doing defensively. Like, you talked about it. So, the drop coverage by Creighton, because the guy is seven feet, he moves his feet well, and he's going to stunt, and he's active with his hands, and they do a really good job of, of plugging and, and shrinking and, and making it tough for you. Um, Notre Dame, they just force you to take... Like, they're not going to let you inside. You're going to just dribble in and have a contested two, but you're not getting inside the paint. They're going to double you, with, but they're doing it well. So... No matter what you're playing, just play it
2: hard and play it right and understand the schemes and what you're trying to do out of it. So when we, we watch Louisville play, and, and Kenny's talking about defense and, and intensity and, and issues with, with young people and defense and stuff, that's not really what it looks like to me. Like, It doesn't look like five guys who are all doing the same thing mm-hmm. on the defensive end, which seems like that would be a pretty big problem. With defense. Yeah, I mean, some of the clips I broke
4: down, I would talk about that, that they're just – Right, because one person might know what he's doing, but the other two don't. Or yeah. three of them might understand that, hey, this is what we're doing, and two aren't. And if you're not doing that, you hear coaches, right? And every every TV person is like, we're, they're connected defensively. They're yeah. connected. It's almost like we did this, uh, and, and Coach Patino let me do this. at One of our first practices, we literally, Coach Ganong, our, our strength coach at the time, we took like a, a rope, a thin rope, and we tied it to all our defensive players, or all the five guys on defense, and so they would understand that they're attacking. Everybody's coming over, and we would do that um, over and over, and over again till it snapped on Peyton Siva. And he was like, "Okay, enough of that." But it—the point is, you talk about connection. The guys understand that if one guy moves, all four guys are just are connected. They understand what's happening. It's team defense. You hear that term all the time. It's one person on the ball, Mark, and then the four guys are always ready
2: to help. Let's get uh, Ross in here. Ross, welcome into the drive on I Found the What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Mark? Hey, buddy. How are you? Uh, doing just fine. Good. Uh, yeah. Uh, I-, I wanted
5: to call in and ask you all. I had a couple things. First of all, uh, have you all been hitting the, the, the – you know hitting the lines at all and are there any picks that y'all like tonight
2: i look, look i have protested this sort of thing <laughs> just because all the other basketball makes me jealous uh so i really <laughs> haven't dug into it uh like that uh but I do like kentucky and mississippi state tonight and i don't feel good about that what do you like in that game <laughs> i mean i think kentucky will win that game because they're underdogs so you can get kentucky and yeah, in that getting four and a half yeah i if I was going to bed, it would probably be on that. Even though I think Christian's is great, I'm surprised that Mississippi State is favored.
5: The only thing that makes me weary of that, and and I know that they, uh, they 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 proved otherwise when they went uh, went to Auburn and beat Pearl. But they've been such a different team on the road, really. Other than that, and uh, I just they don't play good enough defense to me to to. I think that's one of the big reasons they lose on the road. is just because they they're just not a, they're not a great defensive team. So um, I, I like the Nevada Colorado State game tonight. I, I'm taking Nevada in the points, and I'm going to hammer it. So um, we'll see how that goes. But um, y'all were talking about karma, and um, I, I, I don't have one really sports related per se, like things that you like to see, uh, but um it, it, it's where you're you're driving and somebody is being a really aggressive a-hole and they're like mouthing at you or mouthing to somebody and they're they're so preoccupied with whatever point that they're trying to make that they they barring nobody is hurt okay An offender better i i want to i want to say that like I like seeing like when people get their their uh get their justice there in that regard and you know, they end up damaging their property or something. I mean I just I think it's I think it's so funny, especially if the other drivers aren't doing anything wrong. You know, it's just that somebody's not driving fast enough or, you know, whatever. They they become so reckless that they take their complete concentration off the road and uh that's uh, kinda scary I guess. But I, 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 I like seeing uh I like seeing justice served in that regard. But um yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. I, I was gonna say uh Dennis, i We really appreciate you uh, being day one with a third banner pod, man. So thank you very much. And um, coach, if you ever want to come on, we'll be glad to have you.
2: So go cards.
5: Go cards. Go Kroger.
2: Thanks, buddy. Uh, Look, Kyle and the guys to the third, they do a great job. Uh, And I was them, so I'm supportive of anybody. Uh, The nice thing about technology is there aren't really any gatekeepers. So, if you, I, I think you can sort of demand people pay attention to you by just doing a good job. Mm-hmm. I'm not prognosticating right now, but I will say this is, um,
4: Colorado State, they're tough at home. They're good. It's a good team. What is special about them? Defensively. Okay. And they have good Mount guard West play. kind of sneaky, pretty good league, Yeah, right? that, that, you know, Utah State, they played to so that league. They're going to, you know, Richard had a, a bad loss to uh, to Air Force the other night, but He's had enough wins, I think, and and so I think they're gonna have six teams at that conference, which is wild. Six teams out of the Mountain West. It's a
2: good league. It's I mean, it really league. is.
4: I mean, it yeah, final four team last year. Um, they look great. Um, yeah, it's a, it's it's it, it's fun basketball too that you watch. And Colorado State, you talk about a team that just gets after it. I mean, it, that's that's
2: fun to watch. Well, I love leagues like that because just. So if you've got good coaches like they're not all going to be good every year mm-hmm. that's life at not a you know a high major but you get a lot of creativity a lot of people doing their very best with yep. whatever kind of style works for them and it's why i think a lot of times once you get to the tournament like they'll really really screw with the team that's far mm-hmm. more talented than them because they know we have to make you play this way or else we have no chance and they do all the time. Yeah, and, and, and that's a great point because you're not playing with all
4: McDonald's All-Americans. You're playing with those those like that conference. Those are like the epitome of teams. Those guys really get it because they've had to really grind. They weren't they're under recruited. They're transfers. They they're, they they've been there for three or four years. So that's why those conferences they always have a team that just can make a run
2: because they, they it's night in night out. Those games are battles. Eighty-one fifty ninety-three nine. I think uh, he was. Re- you know, we were referencing various things we see that are funny. Yeah, like funny videos. And he, he enjoys those. I also enjoy like traffic karma videos. That is very funny, as long as no one gets hurt. They always say that nobody got got right. hurt. But and then I feel you free know. to just laugh. But you don't breathlessly. You don't I take the word for it. Exactly. Right. It's not my fault. <laughs> but I do like. You're very trusting. In, yeah, I suppose. Well. I really just want to laugh at it. Right. And I just, it's a pretext. I don't really, mm-hmm. I don't dig into it. Right. I don't go confirm any of that. But I, I like in particular when people like go around someone who's just doing the right thing and waiting, and then the person right in front of them is a the cop. Like that sort of, I enjoy that. I enjoy that a lot. What
4: is your favorite? I know we talked about um, in the crutch, but uh, crotch. What is your favorite <laughs> that came out? Um, what are you talking? about I don't right know. Now? What right? is? Your, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. What is your favorite video? I know we talked about people like, falling. Is it people falling? Is that your favorite one? Like if they're gonna show one, say like an animal one, someone falling, someone barbecuing, and their, you know, their their shirt
2: gets on fire or something. I don't know. You got one? Uh, anytime someone is trying to be mean, and just gets gets their gets it right there, like mm-hmm. he, they fall. They drop whatever they're carrying, that sort of thing. Yeah, I saw one where they came up to a car, and they're really
4: yelling at the person who's driving, and the driver gets out, and he's like six, six <laughs> like 240, and they all walk back to their car. I just saw one that, that uh, just the other day,
2: because um, my daughter loves watching those videos. So I enjoy so, those so, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, just the sort of instant karma, yeah. uh, to quote Ross there. Yeah.
0: I saw a video, It's um, if you're familiar with UFC, Cowboy Donald Cerrone, he's now retired, but a guy at a gas station goes up and he's like, hey man you cut me off, blah blah blah, and like zooms in and he's like, hey what'd you say? He's like, I, I just wanted to let you know I- I'll wash your windows, like it's all nah. good with me man.
2: <laughs> I also, okay, They're they're kind of cruel, but I do enjoy, anytime someone has clearly wrecked their car, like run their car up onto somebody's porch you know or through a storefront or whatever uh-huh. and then somebody drives by like you can't park there I do <laughs> I do laugh at all of those yeah I, anyone who wrecks the car drive, driving like a putz like that I, oh, I'm i here for all that I hear you I'm not going to admit it but um, um, I understand I'm waiting for my chance to be like you can't yeah. park there is what I'm trying to say <laughs> I might be asking for trouble myself by doing that but I do enjoy those I don't know what it says about me as a person Nothing. Okay, good. You're normal. I mean, they're, clearly, they're, everybody. they're all... Right. It's There's everybody an audio that's obviously, yes, yes, right? <laughs> exactly. It wouldn't be showing you if it wasn't. Chaz, welcome into the drive, buddy. What's up?
1: What's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Uh, first of all, Coach, I know uh, I know you. Uh, this program is very new and dear to your heart, so I just want to get your opinion if and when a, a change is made. What are you looking for in the next, Coach? And, it, and besides what are you looking for, do you have anybody on your list that stands out that maybe has not been mentioned you know maybe a outside candidate or do you believe that some of these names that are being thrown out there with Nate Oates and scott drew and and some of these guys do you believe that that these guys are attainable and that we could get these guys i just want to be as a louisville fan i want to be interested again in basketball i feel like you know the last two years even maybe even the last three have sucked i'm i'm not watching as much basketball. I used to, you know, it's funny, my wife used to say, hey, what time does Louisville play now? She's like, what time are we going to the grocery store? I'm like, I don't care. I, whatever time you want to go, I used to plan around it. Now I'm planning during it. So I just want to be interested again and have March actually matter. Um, so I'm just an- anxious to hear your opinion, coach.
4: Yeah, and I, I, I appreciate that. And I completely get it. You mentioned it when I first got here. I, I know how passionate this fan base is. This is one of the top, Five programs in the country it, it really is with everything that that they have here in place from 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 facility just just on and on and on and on this is just a, a fantastic place to play basketball and when it's going right for me to and again I've talked about it having been in the profession and and whatnot it's hard to speculate when when coach Payne is is still the Still the coach right now. Um all those all those guys that that you mentioned are are fantastic coaches. Just consistency with style of play and understanding what you want to do, what your identity is. There's coaches like Nate Oates who just wanna they wanna play really fast and it's fun basketball and analytics and threes and 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 getting layups. And then there's coaches that are just as we talked about Mick Cronin before, you know, if you get a paint touch, he is absolutely going bonkers so it, it depends like for me it's there's there's kind of a happy medium I I, I I love playing fast I love playing offensively fast but really digging in and not that the mid-range jump shot to me one of the things that as I'm getting a little bit off course here is that teams that don't really like the mid-range jump shots because it doesn't give you rebounding opportunities. That's kind of like the analytics of it. You know, Threes or there's going to be long rebounds, long shots, long rebounds. Around the basket, you have chances for putbacks. That's why some coaches don't like the mid-range shots because of the rebounding opportunities. Me, I think it's a great skill set. Uh, I'm, I'm big on that. But still playing fast, early offense, and then defensively, just absolutely getting after it. And whether, like we talked about earlier, it doesn't matter what you're doing. I, I like to press man to man in some zone but in the half court just so much ball pressure and then everybody's just so active and it's just you know people feed off that so to me that's
2: just the kind of style I love I Louisville fans are conditioned over a very very long period of time uh, to embracing uh, teams that play elite defense and torture the other team with their defense and I you know and we just heard Jeff Walls less than a, an hour ago mm-hmm. talking about showing them a stretch of a game where they didn't score so that they could show them a stretch of the game where the other team didn't score either. And there is just a really something psychologically um, enjoyable about watching the other team just be like, what are we supposed to do? Mm-hmm. When he said that, so near and dear to
4: my heart because we've all been in those types of situations. I want
2: teams to take a time out and throw their hands up.
4: Yeah. Uh- Once. And, and, and that's the thing where timeouts don't solve your problems because your team is so engaged and gets it. And you can just count on that. Like, that's, you start, this is youth league coaches, high school coaches, college coaches, in practices, in games, whether we're screaming, one stop, one stop, one stop. And it's what we just talked about with the guys being connected, whether it's uh, 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 after we did the actual rope, we have them tie up an invisible rope. And we'd have them be connected that way and understand. And in practices, you can always simulate. You're up you're up one with 19 seconds to go. And you make it as, as game like as possible. And you do that almost every day. So they understand how to win. They understand how to get a big stop. And then you can show that film. So it's not just from games, Mark. You can do that every single day. And then there's so much that you can get out of that for your team, because you can show film like like coach was talking about, like that's what we love to do is just show individually show clips stuff that that's gonna resonate
2: with the team so they understand what it takes to win is there a specific uh the question was about like coaches maybe that, that mm-hmm. we don't talk about mm-hmm. as much that probably like somebody that's not gonna get a look here probably but that you are just a big big fan of that you think they would do well I'm not asking you to advocate for them but just mm-hmm. somebody like hey this is somebody keep your uh Keep your eyes out. We were just talking about it. Nico
4: Medved at Colorado State. Okay. I mean, he's he's done a great job. He, he's, um, he, you look at the program. You know, he's 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 been successful, and now his team has been relevant in the Mountain West and the tough conference. He's another name. Um, you can go down the list, um, but he's a guy that just pops in my head right away. But like we talked about, it's you know those are, you know, it, it's a tough sell. For the Josh shirts is in the Nico medveds of the world right now um
2: yeah this is not your turn right yeah this is not somebody's uh with gravitas coming in here I just I don't think that there's a you ha- I don't think they have a choice mm-hmm. uh, and even even if that person I think has like there's gonna be like NATO's for instance right he didn't help himself a lot on this weekend that wasn't fun <laughs> right uh <laughs> that looked at like the all-star game really like that's crazy but that's crazy. like that like but that's not how his teams have typically been like last year they were they were very good defensively they were much they were much longer
4: and they had even more athleticism last year but they still played that style um but yeah you're you're right i mean they were that that's cyclical too like he lost some of those guys and this year he understands that so they're playing even faster their their pace of play is even faster because they know they can't grind out some of those games Trying to play fat like play through it mm-hmm. or around it, right? Like we don't have the size, maybe to do some things that we did last year. So you know what? We're gonna our offense is gonna help our defense. We're gonna play even faster
2: and get more possessions because of how well we can shoot and attack. See, I like that. Like there are teams who are so good offensively they freak you out, mm-hmm. make you sloppy on offense, make you feel like you gotta go basket for basket. Yep. Um. Yeah. There's. 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 You
4: know. You watch Indiana State. Gonzaga does well, that. Gonzaga does that. Uh, Indiana State. Um, who else? want Toledo is really good. I mean, those are Villanova so, did that under Jay Wright for mm-hmm. sure. Yep, and they're a different team now. The the great balance. You watch Connecticut. That's just sure. great balance. Like they they play so hard defensively, but they're going to get out and go. They can get into the 80s and 90s as well because they have the scores. They're not not play. like he talked about. It, he changed his mentality. Like Coach Hurley said, I want shooters. I want guys that can spread the flooring. And that we you know we didn't really touch on. As much roster construction here, but like that's, you know, finding shooters, recruiting shooters, knowing like in the portal,
2: that's what we want to bring in. I mean, that's huge. Well, and just to bring it all the way back to what we started with, uh, roster construction and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. You know, these two kids that are rumored to be committing soon—they're both six-five. Got in a roster full of six-five, six-six, mm-hmm. six-seven guys. Uh, you wonder about. The roster construction there, right, uh, and how how that helps you meet the deficiencies of this team as it is right now,
4: and, and that's what you have a big board staffs meet every day as far as okay the players that are coming back, like you know you got y- you know you need you better know you know the yeah. the ones that you might not want to have back, but you know ones that are looking to leave as well, and then you're looking okay this is our list this is this is our big board this is what we need to look like this is the type of team, but all. It harks back to like, okay, this is how we want to play. So if you have a bunch of 6'5 guys and maybe you're pressing the entire time and you're rotating eight or nine guys, that's okay. But you better have the talent fit the style that you want.
2: That will do it for us. Appreciate you filling in here today. Always Always good. Back at it tomorrow. You've been listening to The Drive on a time ago. See you.